Good evening and welcome back to another episode of the Grounded Sleep Podcast. I'm your guide, David, and let's get ready to go to sleep, get into bed, turn the lights off, make sure you got your favorite pajamas on. (laughs) It's nice and quiet, nice and dark, nice and restful, so we can take a ride into that deep, deep sleep space so you can rest well wake up a new, enthusiastic, happy, excited, creative, and purposeful person. I want to start tonight by talking about why this podcast is called Grounded Sleep. And I'll start in the Himalayas. So I used to live in India and I was in my mid-20s and I went back for about three, maybe three or four years. I would come and go from America. I spent over a year there. I was living up in the Himalayas and I met this incredible, I don't know what you would call her, witch, (laughs) healer, some kind of a healer. She did some pretty cool healing work on me. I had a degree in philosophy thought I was really smart and knew everything about meditation and uh, she kind of blew me away and I asked her how she learned how to do her work and she said Hawaii there was this place so I bought a plane ticket to go to Hawaii but before I went to Hawaii I actually had a I had this appointment with this guy in India they call a Nadi reader. They also call him a Nadi Gruha. And I think I got that right. I think that's what they call him. I had to make an appointment three months in advance with this guy. And he was a uh, kind of a fortune teller, I guess you could say. And you know, of course, I was skeptical, but I was excited. And my mother and my brother actually flew into India to spend a few weeks with me and I got them appointments too. And we go to this guy's house and we were in Bangalore, which is a, you know, like a tech hub city, which I thought would be really advanced, but at the time it was still just cows walking in the streets and uh, lots of, oh, there's a lot of pollution, a lot of poverty. It's been a while, so I don't know what Bangalore looks like anymore, but that's, that's what it was like when I was there. And uh, while I'm telling this story, Make sure you're really settling into sleep. Deepen your breath, slow it down, and chill. And so we're at this guy's house. Well, we knock on the door, and he doesn't answer. And I made this appointment three months in advance. And so we wait. We wait 10 minutes. 20, 30, 40, an hour rolls around and I'm like, you know what? I know we came all this way, but this guy's not coming out. And right as we turned to walk down the steps from his house and it was like a building, just a couple stories. As we turned around to go down and leave, he opened the door. Very well-dressed, mid-40s, nice mustache. (laughs) Looked like a very rational, capable person. And he brought us inside and sat us down and he read each of our 
palm leaves or, you know, I couldn't see what he was reading off of and I never gave him anything except our first names. And man, was he just incredible. And you're like, how does this lead to the Grounded Sleep podcast? Well, we'll, we'll get there. And it was, it was amazing, truly. Uh, so many things, I can't go into all the details, that he said to me, my mother, my brother. I think he had my mom in tears in about five minutes. And uh, I, I won't share what he said with, to them because, you know, that's, that's their thing. And my brother actually recorded it, but uh, he lost the recording, unfortunately. So anyway, long story short, he does me last and uh, I already had a plane ticket to go to this, I'll just be honest about it, this intuitive training school in Hawaii where they train psychic intuitive type people. I might have just lost you there if you're not into that, but just, just roll with it. And so I had a plane ticket to go to Hawaii. And actually, when I when I got to Hawaii, uh, I had nowhere to live. I hitchhiked out of the airport. I'll, I'm fast forwarding a bit and I'll back up. But I I have found a place to live on a farm, a lettuce farm. And I spent three months, my first three months there, just farming and uh, pulling lettuce, you know, out of the ground, cutting it up, bagging it. And so this fortune teller guy. You know, he's never left India. He's probably, maybe he never left Bangalore. I don't know. And he's reading my chart and he goes, I swear to God, I'm, I'm not changing this. I'm not aggrandizing it in any way to make it sound better. Uh, he said, bear with my Indian accent. He said, my friend, I see you're going to a place kind of like Australia. And you're going to work on a farm. And then you're going to go, and you're going to become a, a psychic. And then you're going to become a teacher. And then I won't share what the rest of what he said was because it's still playing out. Now you can say he programmed me to do these things, but I already had the ticket. It was already going. It was already, didn't know I was going to work on a farm. That was not in the cards. But so maybe he didn't even know what Hawaii was. I, I don't know, but so... It wasn't Australia, it was Hawaii on the way. I worked on a farm. And uh, actually that farm was an inter integral part of my life for seven years when I lived in Hawaii. Made some amazing friends there. And I did, I studied the intuitive arts, the healing arts, very, very woo-woo stuff. I will admit that for being a rational person from New York, <laughs> New Jersey, where I grew up. Uh, but I was, it was, I don't know how it happened. Kind of crazy. Anyway, uh, long story short, I, uh, after seven years of studying in Hawaii then eventually teaching, being the director of the school, I decided it was time to, uh, go back to civilization. I was on the big island of Hawaii, pretty rural area. And, uh, I went back to New York, up to my brother's house. He had a 200 acre farm, still does in upstate New York. 
how he uh, farms hemp and <laughs> makes CBD and organic vegetables. Anyway, we uh, I get there and, and we decide to start this thing called Grounded Mind, which was a year-long meditation program, which I spent a better part of a year recording. And uh, so I made this program, The Grounded Mind. It was, you know, it did pretty well. People seem to enjoy it. It still does. You could still get it. And, and from that, I created some other things like the Energy Matters podcast. And I started my own website, davidgandelman.com. Just so it was easy for people to find my work. And I got onto some apps and start somehow I got a gig teaching at Cornell over there right where my brother lived teaching meditation which uh, I still do and absolutely love it up there but I only I try to go in in May and September October before it gets cold and so we created this grounded mind program and then you know I was having trouble sleeping uh, in all honesty, I, I was sleeping really well for a long time, and then I went through a breakup, and I all of a sudden had trouble sleeping. I would wake up at 2 a.m. and be like, oh man, I, I gotta shake this. And I wasn't, I wasn't shaking it, I was having a hard time. And, uh... That's kind of how the podcast was born. I had started recording before, kind of before uh, the relationship I was in ended, but then it just kind of stalled and I, I put the podcast aside and then, and then something just triggered in me like, no, let's, let's get back to this. If, if you're having trouble sleeping, I'm sure many other people are. Let's, uh, let's help you and let's help them. So hopefully I, bored you to sleep with that story <laughs> and if you're still awake don't worry I've got more but before I uh, I go into more just want to check in and make sure that you're relaxed you're breathing you're comfortable And notice that no matter you know how much is going on in your head, that essentially none of it is really really real. Is what is actually physically happening right now in your room. It's probably pretty calm. So I don't want you to, you know, if it's not calm in your head, if you've got some weather, emotional weather going on, mental weather, I don't want you to try to escape from it and go to sleep. I know that's what we often try to do. I want you to just befriend it, be okay with it, lie with it, 
from one perspective, from one side of the coin, something might seem like a problem. But from the other side, it's your purpose. So one side we look, it's a problem. The other side, it's purpose. So if we're being really honest and candid tonight, then, <laughs> you know, at least I am from my side here. Um, definitely been through a few relationships, you know, in my 20s and then 30s, early 30s. And it was always seemed like a problem. The way a relationship would end or how it would make me feel or invalidate me. It was a problem. But then, you know, I started looking at it and still learning to look at it from the other side. And it's not a problem, it's purpose. And so I built a healing from heartbreak course and a healing from past relationships course. And I started, you know, sharing that, putting meditations out there and, you know, reaching thousands of people who were going through the same thing or similar things. And all of a sudden, that thing that was a problem, that was a local problem, that was just me, that was isolating, that made me feel stuck. What I decided to do was start to reconcile it in myself by meditating, coming up with solutions, meditations, tools, and then sharing them and getting feedback from people and working one-on-one -on -one with students and clients and with groups. And we're all working on stuff. We have to decide, is it a problem? Is there something wrong with us? Or is it our path? So which one is it? And as you fall asleep tonight, you can do so with the intention that even in your sleep, you can start to reconcile this and take things that feel like problems, challenges, and turn them into purpose. Really look at it from that space of, ah, this might be one of the reasons I am on this planet. Might not be the only reason, but it might be one of them. So let your head be heavy on the pillow. Unwind your muscles. Drop your shoulders back a little bit and down. Breathe all the way down into your stomach. Expand it. contract it. Notice that sleep is calling you. 
Every night as it gets as it gets dark, as you get tired, there's an invitation. There's almost like a seduction from sleep. It's like, oh, you're tired? Just let go a little bit more and come with me. It's kind of funny to think that I started off, you know, playing ice hockey in New Jersey and going to college in New Jersey. And then somehow I ended up in the Himalayas with a philosophy degree. And then somehow I ended up in a fortune teller. And then somehow I ended up in Hawaii. And somehow I ended up in New York. And then San Diego, Bali, LA. And there were so many seemingly, like seeming problems. Moments where I didn't have enough money, didn't know where I was going to live, didn't know what I was going to do with my life, wasn't sure if my business was going to work. You know, of course, relationship problems quote-unquote problems. When we look back, everything makes sense after we've reconciled things in ourselves, in ourselves. But looking forward, there always tends to be confusion. Or often, not always, but often. Even if you were just to look back at today, was the day chaotic? Was it orderly? Was it exciting? Was it boring? Did it have purpose? Did it have direction? Did it come to a completion? fall asleep, allow it to come to a completion. You don't have to do or be anything for anyone. Let yourself unwind, let yourself let go. And let yourself have a beautiful night's sleep.